What's good, y'all? Welcome to the High 502 Podcast. You know what's first. Let's roll the intro. Welcome to episode three of the High 502 podcast. How you doing, Cody? How you doing, man? Doing great. You know, I just fought off the stomach bug, which we don't know if it was a stomach bug. I could have just been hung over from the night before, whoever knows. It was your body getting ready for the 4th. As, as of today, we are recording on the 4th of July. So happy 4th, everybody. Happy belated 4th. Hope everybody got home safe and stuff like that, and hope your hangovers were blissful. Hope, hopefully, you still have all your limbs and everything. Kept all your fingers. Uh, yeah. Are you doing anything tonight, bro? I'm not doing a single thing. You know, uh, might grill, but other than that, uh, I'm just, just yeah, I'm just gonna kick it at home. Probably do Uber Eats. You know, make some money. I'm I'm actually heading to Florida in a week. Uh, well. In like five days. <laughs> yeah, buddy. So, you know, ready to enjoy the warm weather, ready to be right there on the beach. It's going to be great. I hate you. <laughs> you can't hate me. You can't hate me because I'm beautiful. <laughs> I respect that, dude. I respect that. No, I'm, uh, well, my plans tonight, I think I'll just, I think I'll kick it. If my dad's got some, uh, a good view of the fireworks, I might go hang out with him for a little bit, but, uh, yeah, I got on my my meal prepping shit last week, bro, and so I'm I'm really trying to get into that. So uh, right. me and my mom are gonna uh, break into the kitchen, and I'm gonna try to take the lead a little bit. So we'll see how that goes. So uh, we'll we'll either see fireworks from other people or uh, from the kitchen burning. So we'll <laughs> yeah we'll post an update and see how that goes. So yeah, yeah we'll see about that. Yeah. Matt- went to the gym and blasted the uh team america world police america like <laughs> song like all the way home on the loop so i did my part i did my social duty as an as a united states citizen you know what i did as a duty as my civic duty as a united states citizen absolutely nothing i feel it man you boy you you made it here on time <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I was running on black people time. You said you wanted to start at one thirty. I got here at like 2 o'clock. I didn't mind that because like I, I had to clean up really bad. I took my dog to the park because she's going to be on shutdown mode when these fireworks go off. So I was like, nah, take your time, dude. I need to like clean up and, <laughs> and stuff. Like I'm so low maintenance when it comes to that crap. I'm never going to be like, oh my God. Like so, bro. It's nice to see that you know this week you're wearing a Louisville shirt because you know the past couple times we've seen. Uh, I was rocking the kit. <laughs> I was uh, sporting the kid rock tank tops. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was in my comfort zone. Well, that's good. That's good. That's yeah. perfectly understandable. Yeah. So here we are. I also got my my America socks and uh, my 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 freedom slips. So yeah, we're we're good to go, man. We're ready. So you ready for this scene? Yeah, I mean it's a shame that absolutely nothing happened this past week, though. Nothing happened. Nothing. You I know, mean, it's it was just a boring week. Jesus Christ! Like, I was just telling him the other day. I was like, God, it's it's a good thing that there's nothing to talk about at all. That's why we can just mess around and you know talk about other random stuff. Yeah, you dude. know what it, the what what the hell happened it, this week? Dude? It's not like you know Louisville got two big O line commits just popping up out of nowhere. You know nothing major. I mean, had Luke Burgess, you know the number one target I said last week that was going to be the next commit, but we also got Jordan Church. Yep, two. Two big guys, and we're ready for more. We are ready for more. Now, you know, it sucks to say that per 247 Sports and Rivals, uh, they both put in crystal balls for uh, Kobe Keenum to the blue team down uh, down 64. That actually shocked me because, yeah, I, I kind of, I was just ready for the Sanker train, and, and uh, I was like, oh, 
that that'll happen. But cle clearly, he kind of saw the competition and in, coming into the room. So, hey, but listen though, I have no problem with Mr. Steve, Mr. Steve Wilfong. That man, he will be wrong this time. We will get Kobe. Y'all, you know never mind. I won't say that. Y'all, yeah, someone will quote me. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get him, dude. Are we? Nah, it, that sounded it, like some sarcasm. Nah, it, it is what it, it, it is what it is. I'm not too worried because this Sanker prediction is still a hundred percent. So I mean, you're we, gonna you're gonna lose some. I mean, they built a culture of just linemen over the last ten years. So I mean, yeah, it's it is what it is. Right, right. You know, last week we reported that Sanker was on his uh, Miami visit. Jordan Church was on his pit visit. Uh, Cody, you want to tell the people what uh, Mr. Madden Sanker was doing? <laughs> Yeah, um, it's not official, but yeah, as everybody's heard, probably he got kicked off of his Miami visit allegedly for recruiting guys <laughs> to Louisville. So I think that that crystal ball is going to hold up pretty well. But that's if, if that report's true, um, which it seems like it is, some pretty reputable people came out and tweeted about it. Uh, that's a good sign, man. So that that's another thing to get excited about, and it's, it's it's still holding up in light of all the chaos. Listen, after Madden Sanker and Pierce Clarkson have their su successful NFL careers, Pete Nocta he, he'll want to retire. Pete Thomas he'll want to retire. The two Petes will retire, well, and uh, you know who <laughs> will take their places? Yeah, Mister PC Ten. And Madden Sanker. Madden will be named after Madden Sanker. Okay. okay. We, we, we need we need Scott to get to, to next season though, bro. We need Scott to Look, get there first, man. I don't know I don't know about the rest of the fan base, but I'm actually very confident because you know, like I said, like the first episode, I bought season tickets this year. This is the first time ever of me buying season tickets. And there was something that was appealing. That's awesome. There was something that appealed to me in order for me to get season tickets. It may have been, you know, just the man, Josh, working at the ticket office. Uh, you know, it may have just been him persuading me. Oh, did you meet him? No, oh, not Josh Hurd. It, it was a different Josh. Oh, okay. Not not Josh Hurd. No, no. Josh, uh, the man that works at the ticket office. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. It may have been him persuading me. It may just me being very optimistic, but I think that we're slated for a good year. I, I, I think so, too. I, I think that he made we, – we talked about this before, like all the, the roster holes that he on paper plugged up. Mm -hmm. So it's just – it's go time. I'm ready for September 3rd. We're getting to that point in the summer where he's starting to, to settle in, and it's just like, gosh, I'm I'm ready to – to see us on TV, right, you know, right. and um, uh, got, is that first game on ESPN? It should. Yeah, I'm pretty sure our first three games are on one of the ESPN. Yeah, I, I think they are on ESPN. So you're gonna have a lot of eyes on us too, and uh, um, you know, it's it's gonna be, and we'll get into this later. But it, it next year is not only an important year for Louisville, but it's gonna be an important year for the ACC. So I, I want us to put on a good show. I want us to put out a good product that you know we could brag about it's like okay that this is that this is what we've been building towards like and you know scott mentioned before it's like this is the first normal off season he's had since you know he first got here and uh there's a lot more bodies a lot more people on staff so uh hopefully that all translates into into more wins this year and i'm confident it will i'm just like I got to see it, man. I was super pumped about that Ole Miss game last year, and I and I, I wanted to, to throw my couch out of my window. <laughs> look, I wasn't too worried about that. I mean, look, the thing was we just came out of COVID, which, you know, COVID is still going around. We all know that. But, you know, we lessered the COVID restrictions. We didn't have a good year the year before. So going into Ole Miss, I – I didn't have that much of a uh, expectation for that game. I'm there were four targeting penalties. Yeah, at the same four. time, I like for a team that's not and that team ended the year off with a terrible defense. Yeah, for them to just physically dominate us and us look so small compared to them, 
which has just been a big problem since Scott's gotten here, which is why I love the Ben Souders hire. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to get an SEC guy into the weight room. And it's like these guys physically just look so much different. Uh, I saw that WDRB uh, video that – or. It was one of the stations did an interview with them, and I'm like, Jesus, man. Like, what did y'all <laughs> feed them, man? So th- that that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Strength and conditioning is important. Everybody knows, like, that's who you spend your whole offseason with. Right, right. So. I mean, it's good that we got Souders in here. It's good that we got good old Crime Dog in here. Two SEC guys. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. But, but just because I'm very optimistic – Let's go ahead and do a schedule prediction. <laughs> Are you ready for that? <sighs> Me personally, I'm always ready for that. Dude, Whether it's going to be good or bad, you know, who knows. But I'm very optimistic this year. Maybe because, you know, Scott finally got, you know, got real good on the recruiting trail. Maybe that's it. Maybe the guys that he brought in transfer-wise. I don't know what it is, but I'm just very excited for this Momo Sonogo looks really healthy, dude. Just from that one picture, like, mm-hmm. and, and, and from camp, he, it, not camp, but from the off season, it seems like he's impressing a lot of people. Uh, that, don't you think? For sure, for sure, it's good that we got more. We got other Power Five transfers in here. That's the big thing. It's, I mean, look, we got Tyler Hudson. Obviously, he's not Power Five, but he was an FCS All American. We got him. We got Jermaine Lole. Big man in the middle on the defense. He will be leading that defense for sure. I'm so I was I'm so excited to see that out there. Just <laughs> a legitimate, just nose tackle, just mm-hmm. a, a big ass dude, man. It's gonna be so cool. And then one correction. I know we said the first three games are on ESPN. Um, so the first game against Syracuse, it's on the ACC network. Ah, but the first three games are all night games. So we love that as fans. Yep. We love that. So, Syracuse, game one. It's at Syracuse, 8 p.m., ACC Network. What happens? Dub. Dub. All right. We're all in agreement. Game two, UCF. I think it'll be – that. that's one of the – it's at UCF, right? Yes. Yeah, that's one of those um, kind of trap-ish games, you know, like – Couple we went to Marshall, you know, I was like, ooh, that's that's a team that can kind of, <laughs> kind of bite at you, and they, they did – tug at the rope a little bit, but, uh, I mean, they were super competitive with us last year. I mean, they almost beat us, Jesus. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I think that'll be a tough one, but I, I think we'll win. I think we'll win that one. I say we win that one by a field goal, 38-35. Well, that, that, I hope that defense, uh, if that defense shuts them out, that, that'll be a good sign. I, I really want the defense to just make a statement early. So that's uh, Saturday and then a Friday. And then the Friday after that, we got Florida State at home. First home game of the season, 7 p.m. at Cardinal Stadium. What do you think about that one? I'm going with Dub. Dub. I'm going with Dub. Dubski. I, I say we start out the season 3-0, and honestly. Well, Scott. You can mark me on that. Scott Satterfield got got bored with them last year, and he, he – just put to, he took his foot off the gas pedal and still won. And Virginia came back when he put off the gas pedal and they, they beat us. Like Scott beat him when when he was bored. Mm-hmm. He beat them when he was bored. So and, and that's the first home game. That's gonna be that's gonna be electric, especially if you look really good in your first two games. But Florida State cannot compete with this. I'm sorry. I, I hate to break it to anyone out there, Seminole fan, or in football, they cannot compete with us in football. Well, I do. Like I hope we kick their ass, but I do want them to 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 get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, hopefully it's a good game, but I want us to. I want. I think it will be a good game. I think Florida State's going to be a better team this year. But mm-hmm. I, shoot, that's that's te- nationally televised, man. Go out there and. Uh, I mean, we kicked their ass the last two times, so naturally I'm going to lean more towards win. All right. South Florida the week after this would be the third straight week playing a team from Florida. This is against South Florida, the fourth game of the season. How how good were they last year? I don't know much about them. I honestly don't know. But I'ma chalk it up as a dub. <laughs> when? Yeah. Four and oh. 
Boston College at Boston College in Chestnut Hill. This is a team that beat us last year. Was it last year? I think we. No. Um, no, it was the year before they beat us. It was at Boston College. It could have. I was just. I, I was consistently upset last year. So, um, whatever. I was um, consistently upset the 2018 season. <laughs> if you want to get into that. No, 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 no. <laughs> like you were, you were mentioning trap games. I was like, Ugh. that is behind us. Indiana State was it? <laughs> well, Mother Nature just laid into us. I don't want to hear about Mother yeah. Nature. But uh, it's Indiana State. Boston College. <laughs> Well, yeah, uh, I'll go with win. You're going with win. I'm also go with win. The next week after that, it's in Charlottesville, Virginia, against the Cavaliers. Loss. I see how it's going to go the same way. Yeah, yeah, it's they're always tough. Um, I don't know much about their roster this year, so we'll we'll see how the year that they suck. I'll. I, none of my predictions are concrete. By the way, I'm always open to changing i'm not gonna go out there and be like this team's gonna win 12 uh, it's just that uh, i go off what i see and and yeah i think that's one of those games that could kind of uh, that, that could be pretty difficult for us on the road home game pittsburgh after um it's a bye week coming off of a bye week what do you think i'm gonna go with loss when was the last time we played pittsburgh covid year was it that year? Yeah, yeah, because the defense, uh, the defense put on a good show until like the fourth. Oh quarter. yeah, 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 that's true. I'm so, gonna I'm gonna track it up as a loss, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they they did lose. Uh, what's his name? Starting quarterback. Can you pick it? Yeah, they lost to the good old Steelers. Let's get it, Steeler Nation. Yeah, did they pick anybody up interesting in the transfer portal? I haven't been following. Their roster. I don't yeah. follow anybody's in the, in the ACC's I, roster. I, I keep up. I just I'm more interested in my team, obviously, unless something blockbuster happens. But uh, it's a fifty fifty game for me. But I'll, I'll I'll lean towards loss. The week after that, we got Wake Forest at home, coming off of two losses. I say it's a win. Win. So was that six and two right there? James Madison, that's a trap game. It's their first year in um, in FBS. When I don't want them to, sp- it's like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> just just don't even. I, I, no, you shouldn't lose to James Madison. No matter what the record is at this point, we could be undefeated going into this game. If we lose to James Madison, I want Scott out of here. Like, uh, I don't I, care. I mean, no undefeated. Yeah. I do not care. Get him out. <laughs> Listen, like even though I'll axe kick my brother's piano in half if we lose that game, it's like, hey, Clemson, that's gonna, you know, that's gonna be interesting. What do you think? Clemson will definitely be interesting. I'm, our defense held up last year. Offense, I don't even want to go back to that game because it genuinely pisses me off. It genuinely do or does. Yeah, I mean we. Pisses me off to a point where I can't even pronounce words the right way. <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, I'll go. You know what? No, I, I'll I'll go win. I'll go win. I'll go win. We get one. Can I get a score prediction? Way too early score prediction. Nah, nah. We'll just no. Win. We'll win. I, th- this is a very this is an unpredictable year, so I'm I'm open to anything. If mm-hmm. if we were to win, what where do you think the score would be? Score. I'll say. I'll say 26-24. 26-24 win. Okay. If we win. (laughs) But I'm thinking it'll be a close game. But I may have to go with loss in that one. Okay. I get it. I get it. The week after that, we got NC State at home. We were with them until the fourth quarter last year. Let's see. I've got us. We had the Jordan Watkins downfield play for a touchdown in that game. Don't they have a lot of a lot of players coming they back? They do. Yeah. I'll, I'll go with loss. Loss. 
All right, and then you know you don't want to say it. Win. There you go. Win. Kentucky. Win. I don't like that team. Score prediction. What's my record so far? I'm sorry. <laughs> Let's see. So we have one, two, three, four, five, and I got our first five loss. And one, Virginia. Five and two, six and two, seven and two, eight and two, eight and three. Nine and three. Nine right. and three. Hey, you know what? I, I'm feeling confident, okay? Come on. like, uh, Let's keep the good vibes going. Let's keep the good vibes going. Keep the good vibes going. But I'm not I'm not predicting we're going to go win the national championship. Nine, there, there's, nine and three. It, it's, it's, it's all going to ride on the defense. This team's got a lot of upside, I think. So I just, I just want I want to be excited, man. I want to be I want us to be really good. Come on, get on my level. <laughs> yeah. I'm We're, very excited. I'm excited too. I'm, I will be very excited for this upcoming but year. But there, I I can't forget about, you know, some of the inexcusable stuff last year. Like I I just I can't forget about that. I'm cautiously super optimistic. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, I predicted nine wins, but that it's not a hard it's not a hard prediction, man. Right, right. We're gonna see. I, I want us to make a statement in our first three games and go from there. I'm gonna be, but I'm for the most part gonna be a one game at a time kind of dude. The biggest thing I want to see is do not let off the gas pedal. We're going we're gonna floor it the entire game. I want. Have you ever seen Last Chance You? Oh yeah, on Netflix. I love that show. You know, <laughs> when we had the Bobby Petrino debacle in uh, 2018, I genuinely wanted good old Buddy Stevens as our head coach. <laughs> oh, Could no. you imagine that? No, I did not <laughs> want him as our head coach. Could you imagine that? I like Buddy, but good, good lord, <laughs> man! Oh man. Buddy Stevens as our head coach, he doesn't let off the gas pedal. Yeah, I like his style of football. Cool. <laughs> He's I, I, like they don't need one psychopath. They don't need a psychopath to follow another psychopath. Like Scott, year one, the vibes were really good, and that UK game. It's like you can, you can uh, year one, you can make a lot more excuses than 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 normal. That's why I wasn't too upset about mm-hmm. that. Uh, but look, it's just I, you made staff adjustments. I hope everything gets better. But you know, defense, it's it's got to make a big improvement. The offense has a lot of good stuff in it. Everybody's seen it. The defense, it's just that that's the key to everything. And he's and Scott's riding with his boys this year. It's like this is it, ride or die. Like uh, we're gonna go out swinging, mm-hmm. do it my way. And what, I respect it. What are three things you want to see the defense improve on? Or three things you want to see the defense actually do on the field this year? Mainly just getting to the quarterback better, not uh, being more physical, which I think that the, the new strength coach helps out with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's mainly size because I see teams run that 3-4 that defense and it works, but you've got to have some, some freaks out there to do it. But... Yeah, just just a more aggressive push, try, pushing. Try to get to the quarterback more. Don't be so, don't have a big amount of separation between the receiver and the corner. Just stuff like right, that. Just right. uh, stuff that ain't gonna make me pull out whatever hair I have. So uh, that that's my main my main things I want to see cleaned up. Obviously, me personally, you know, I'm a guy that loves blitzing. <laughs> yeah, I want to see more blitzes, but the corner or the secondary as a whole just has to hold it down if we do blitz see i struggle talk like talking uh x's and o's of football but when you see a picture not struggle but like that that's like one thing i need to like get into the book with but shoot when you see a picture on twitter of uh virginia and louisville lined up and our guys are like 30 feet away from them on the line of scrimmage it's Mm -hmm. like I can look at that and say that's not good. I can say that's not good. Anybody can say that's not good. Like my sister who doesn't watch football, I showed her that and she was like, oh my God, that's really bad. And <laughs> if she could say that, then that, that looked bad. And look at that, like a, a week later, they, they, ran a, uh, they ran a four-man defense. So uh, more of that. Do you think Brian Brown listens to the fans? <laughs> at least on Twitter? <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I don't... mean, that's the only place he can really listen to a fan zone unless he sees them out in public. Yeah, he. I mean, they're they're aware of the criticism. Scott's yeah. said that, yeah. um, and they should be. They should be. I don't. I don't like people getting bullied. I think that's wrong. But no, you're you're making uh, hundreds of th- hundreds of thousands of dollars and a million up to a mi- million to two million dollars a year you know, on your contract. It's like people are going to complain if they don't think you're doing a good job. And I don't think he's done a very good job. I think that there's been a lot of really good moments, but they're not consistent enough. And yeah, COVID depleted a lot of our players in a lot of games. So I really hope that an actual normal offseason is what they really needed. For all we know, that could be it. So I'm open to I'm open to anything. I just want to have fun this year. That's all it is. Right, right. And they have all the momentum in the world with the transfer portal. They have all the momentum in the world with the upcoming recruiting class. Now it's just living up to those expectations. And we'll be golden. Just like my last name. Just like me. I'm already golden. That's actually his last name. 1,000%. Um, I know I just sounded sarcastic when I said that, but no, I promise you. Look me up. You can give me a t- <laughs> give me a follow on Twitter, on my personal Twitter, at Golden underscore. Or you can go to my Louisville Twitter, and that's LouisvilleFanD1. Follow me on there. <laughs> I have an Instagram, but I'm... Forgot what my username is and uh, my phone's somewhere, so I'll uh, I'll shout that out. Or you can go ahead and follow the podcast at High Five O Two Pod. That's High, the word five zero two Pod, on Twitter. And uh, it's not a weed reference. It's we we are not high when we're recording this. It's an homage. It's an homage. I a lot of people still don't know that the yeah the the men's team. The 80s coined the the high five, so I I, I did want to just give a, a shout out and kind of it's kind of a I I I, I don't know the name I, I like the name. What do you think? I like the name too. I love it. The dude Jeff Walls. I was about to say, you know what else I love? Jeff Walls is one of my favorite coaches on campus. I do. He's awesome. He's one of my favorite. You know, he took the criticism of you know losing in the final four. Said. We don't have any big girls. We need more big girls. And what the heck did he just do? He went out there, transfer transfer portal, and he got who? He got who? Six foot five. Six foot five. Josie Wet Williams from Utah State. Sorry, I have water go down the wrong pipe. Yes, Utah Josie Valley Williams. State. Sorry about that. Yep. Average 17 points per game. Average 12 rebounds per game. You know, last week we talked about the departures, but I really want to focus on the arrivals of this year's team. Josie Williams, one of the biggest parts about that. No pun intended. Um, But, yeah, we talked about all the departures last week. Uh, Wanted to add to that one more person. Uh, Freshman uh, Sydney Sheetnan. I I don't know how you say her last name. Um, But she was a 6'5 center. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. How much does she average? Who, Josie? Uh, No, her. uh, No, no, the girl Sydney, she... She didn't play last year. Oh, I thought you said transfer. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. She she didn't play last year. Okay. Sydney Sheetnan, she was a freshman. She played a couple games, you know, just in garbage time. Gotcha. But she came in originally wanting to play both basketball and volleyball. But now she's not listed on the roster, so she may be just be focusing on volleyball for now. Hey, good on her. She's got a heck of a coach. She does. Volleyball team. They're on the come up. Just bless you. You're coached by Jeff Walls and come a volleyball team coming off a of Final Four. It's like dang. <laughs> you got a whole lot going on right there in your world. So I mean, I'm happy that she, you know, committed to one sport. Happy that she's still being coached by one of the best coaches on campus, no matter what the sport is. Because the University of Louisville, we have the best coaching staffs in the nation. I stand by that. Yeah, we had a really good athletic year. Besides football and basketball, but you need that to come back, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, but 
you know, every other sport, it's like you got Final Fours and National Championships. Dance team killed it again this year. They kill it every year. Same same with the cheerleaders. They they kill it everywhere. Yeah, man. So, I mean, just come on. Football, come on, basketball. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, we got it. I promise you. But we needed size and, 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 you know, you know, Jeff is clearly addressing that. We lost uh, three guards from last year's team, Chelsea Hall, Kiana Smith, and uh, Alana Smith. Yeah. And what does Jeff Walls go out here and do? He gets Chrislyn Carr from Syracuse, who averaged 14 points a game, and Morgan Jones from Florida State, who averaged 13 points a game. Yeah, buddy. We needed it. Yeah, buddy. We needed it. And this... You know what? You can quote me on this. <clears throat> Louisville is winning the women's national championship in 2023. Yeah, buddy. All right. Well, anyways, what do you think about the women's roster? I agree. I mean, I, I think that we're going to get back to the final form feeling pretty confident. And yeah, you know. rebounding was a problem it kind of became a problem and then jeff is addressing that and Mm -hmm. and gosh to get a conference uh kind of a conference player of the year caliber player man that's really cool so i mean big big stuff's happening Haley's coming back and she's she's just she's having one of those off seasons where she's constantly playing basketball Mm -hmm. which i love i love that i love it when people go out and 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 play during the off season. You saw that when uh, on the men's side when Shinanu played in the uh, under eighteen or under nineteen Olympic team, mm-hmm. and he came back and and he had one of the most underrated seasons that I think a Louisville players had. I mean, the dude was almost a double double machine, and I really wish that he would have came back that next year. But you saw that freshman a sophomore leap. He played a lot of basketball. He got in better shape. So all this is going to do is just help her out, and and you know she's going to be the main option next year. So. Um, I think big things are going to happen. So. Right, right. See, all right, so now with the additions of Chris and Carr and Morgan Jones, you know, before we even got either of those women, I was thinking, you know, Mikasa Robinson, she's going to be a starter. But yeah. now, I mean, she'll probably still be the sixth person off the bench. Yeah, you can six run. Ma- six man of, of the year. Well, six woman of the year. You can run small ball lineups. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, so I think next year our starting lineup, we'll have both Josie Williams and um, Olivia Cochran on the floor, which is major. <laughs> major. Good Lord. Can you even imagine right now? You're just going to be bruised up <laughs> after after every game, man. No, that's going to be that's gonna be fun. That's going to be fun. It's going to be real fun. Have a couple bruisers. And then the three guards on the floor will definitely have Morgan Jones from Florida State, have Haley, and have Crystal Carr from Syracuse. That's three of the top ten best guards in the ACC. Feeling three, good. Three of the best scores Feeling in the good. ACC. Yeah, man. I'm very happy about that. And then, of course, we got Mikasa coming right off the bench. We still got Norika Kono. She can still shoot lights out from three. We got Peyton Verhos who had – you know, flashes in her freshman season. Alexia Mobley is a name that not many Cards fans know because she was a redshirt last year. She um, Before she reclassified uh, to last year's class, she was a top 30 player in the nation before she reclassified. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, we'll still have Liz Dixon yeah. behind Josie. Deep. I imagine. Very, very, very deep team. And then, of course, you can't forget about the freshmen coming in. Imani Lester, Nala Harris, Zianna Walker, Jalen Brown. Man, you had me with Imani and Jalen Brown. I just did, <laughs> I did a double take, you, dude. You, you, were, you were thinking Imani Bates and, you know, Jalen Brown from the Celtics. <laughs> Let's just get this out of the way, dude. Just have, have fun. Have fun. I'm glad you found your spot. You know, go average 22 points per game and on 41% shooting. That's what you want. Go for it. I think it was a missed opportunity on his part. I think that we could have helped him out, and I think uh, it would have benefited both. But I just wanted to get that out of the way because I'm so tired of nah, the stupidity nah, we, of the nah, money made side. Nah, it was so stupid, dude. No, nah, we can keep on talking about that because, you know, Ima- well, not Imani Bates, uh, EMU, Eastern Michigan, 
They're winning national championship next year. They're going undefeated. Yeah. They're going 40-0. and 0. He's going to be the second coming of Larry Bird, going to a small <laughs> school to, to lead it to prominence. Just why I'm saying this now, and he's going to average like 40 a game and just drag them to a Final Four. That's my luck, dude. Hey, I heard that Kevin Durant was going to follow him to Eastern Michigan. Oh, okay. His, <laughs> it, oh, yeah, his next destination. His next destination, Eastern Michigan basketball. Yeah, man. Go where the talent is. <laughs> What type of news we got on the basketball front? What you got for oh, us this God. week? Um, I'll start. I'll start off with this because um, the Donovan Mitchell situation is. Uh, we're gonna get to the video. Don't worry about that. Um, the Donovan Mitchell situation in Utah is pretty interesting, man. Uh, what do you What do you think about what's going on there? They traded Rudy Gobert for about six first round picks. I think now they're in, they're just in straight rebuild mode. You know, Donovan Mitchell, I predict that he's going to more than likely be traded to Miami. Either Miami or New York Yeah, are his top two places he wants to go, I believe. Yeah, it could go one or two ways. They could either blow it up or they can use those first-round picks um, and some sort of a trade or a sign-in trade. I heard uh, DeAndre Ayton's name flown around mm-hmm. because Phoenix doesn't really want to pay him all that much they don't want to pay him a max and they're notoriously cheap so they could go into that route that would be a much better offensive weapon than ruby gobert jesus christ you've got wow he that dude they can actually hit a hit a layup but at the same time though um yeah rudy was annoying in the playoffs but i do think that utah missed an opportunity with not getting better perimeter defenders because when you have a defense that just funnels through the guards to get to Rudy so he can block the shots, it's going to get mm-hmm. exposed in the playoffs. So, and, you know, Donovan needs to be a better defender. Like, he's got to take that accountability too. But, but you know, you use those picks, you get a better center paired up with them and cut cut some contracts and get some better weapons. I don't know who all's out there in free agency yet. That, uh, But, you know, it's going to be – it's going to be crazy, man. Uh, I know that Miami's interested in them. I know that Miami – is you know currently in trade talks with the Jazz regarding Donovan, but the thing I saw something on Twitter which was very interesting. Two two different things, <clears throat> obviously not Louisville related, but you know this just has to be said. We got Miami is interested in acquiring both Kevin Durant and Donovan Mitchell. Whew. Could you imagine that? I don't want Donovan around. <laughs> I don't want Kevin in Miami, dude. It's like he's. It's like Miami's the you know the the the, the freaking uh, grit and grind like I'm gonna beat your teeth in kind of mm-hmm. team and I I think Donovan can use some of that I don't need to do with thirty burner accounts that just talk <laughs> shit to eleven year olds floating around and, and it's like oh, oh, oh. There, like there's I, something I else I saw though said that the Warriors were interested in trading for for Kevin Durant Kevin Durant to make a return to to Golden State, <laughs> and they want to trade away Jordan Poole, uh, James Wiseman, a couple other guys. Crazy things. Crazy things are happening. Yeah, he's, I mean, God, he's the best scorer of my generation, dude. He's he's one of the greatest players I ever watched. It's it's uh, LeBron and Kevin Durant are mm-hmm. like just the two that I was like, oh, my God, man. Uh, and, and Kawhi Leonard on that, that playoff run that he had with Toronto because I didn't uh, – I was keeping up with the Spurs more kind of when he started uh, after he won his, his last defensive player of the year. So I was a big Kawhi fan, and that, that uh, championship run he had with Toronto was just nuts. Uh, but, yeah, dude, it's it's just getting wild. It's getting wild. Um, was something happened yet? No, I'm just read. I had to find a tweet. It was uh, Golden State could offer the best package for both sides. Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Jonathan Kaminga, and James Wiseman. But also, I saw that the trade to Golden State is highly unlikely. But who knows? It's it's NBA free agency. It's the I'm off-season. not surprised. You've got Rudy Gobert and Carl Anthony Towns on the same team. Two centers that just blatantly don't like to take layups close to the rim. So it's going to be funny to watch that uh I don't know it's um yeah I, I'm, I'm interested in what happens with Donovan but speaking of Miami uh you know Donovan and Bam on campus that was pretty cool that was pretty cool yeah, what you think about that bro I'm happy that 
you know, we're getting a bunch of NBA guys on campus to work out with our guys. That's my favorite part about it. No matter what shirt they wear, I don't care what shirt they wear. They could all wear Kentucky shirts. I do not care. Uh, these I are mean... no, no. These are NBA guys coming in here to help out the current college guys improve their game. I do not care about a damn T-shirt. It's a T-shirt. So what? You get a one-time pass. You get a one-time pass. And he did. He did learn from his mistake. I'm not gonna. Not gonna. That was my dog. I'm not gonna grill him over that. Too much because, like I said, I care more that he's working out with Sidney Curry. Uh, but yeah, he gets a one-time pass, but he learned his mistake. You know, he wore the inside-out Louisville shirt. Uh, yeah, as as many greats have said in the last week, uh, close to his heart, the Cardinal Birds close to closer to his heart now, man. So he he learned, he grew, and he. Uh, I'm happy that Quentin Snyder came um, came to see his son. <laughs> that was. <laughs> Yeah, that was cool. Brought him his skates. Sorry, sorry. We have a dog trying to break into the room. Trying to break into the at-home studios. But um, man, just really cool. You also had De- yeah. You did you bring up D'Angelo Russell? I was trying to. I didn't bring up D'Angelo Russell. I all I said was it was great to have all these NBA guys in here. Yeah, dude. And Quentin's a pro. It's just uh. He's bringing back that whole uh, Crawford Gym mm-hmm. vibe. I mean, it's never gonna be like that. Like that, that place was apparently a, a sweat pool, but you know we got a pretty nice facility. But you're bringing in pros, and they're gonna dominate our guys, and they're gonna show you how they dominated you. Like you're gonna get more out of running five on fives than anything playing basketball like that. And you've got Trey Young tweeting and Donovan wanting to come on campus. Mm-hmm. You know. Kenny Kenny Payne, it seems like he's trying to make this the spot that you go to if you want to work out. Like Chris Brickley and the Louisville Gym. It's like this is where the pros are going to link up at. I love it. And our guys are running with them, man. I need it. Yeah, and, and uh, I, the obvious video that came out that got deleted, sadly, uh, but I do have it. And I showed you the video. What do you think about it? Kamari Lands is... <laughs> Actually, no, no. I, I'm not even going to get on Kamari Lands yet. Everyone looks very proportional. That They all look very uh, in shape. <laughs> Best shape I've seen a Louisville team since in a while. <laughs> Everyone's in shape. and I'm talking about real good shape. I mean, I'm talking about... Man, it's just unbelievable. <laughs> It's unbelievable. Yeah. And we just hired a strength coach. I don't know if we mentioned that our last podcast or not. I think it was it was rumored it was gonna be him. Dr. Adam Petway. Yeah. He's kinda more on the brainy side, not the, you know, big meathead strength right, and right. conditioning coach. I love Andy Kettler, by the way. That guy was awesome. Like he was cool. Like uh but he's not he's not your typical strength and conditioning coach. He's more about the science of it. It's like uh aerobic exercises and that's what the pros do. Mm-hmm. I think he had a stint with the 76ers and the Wizards. Uh, right, right. And, and you know, Wizards not a great team, but he's still a professional uh, sports doctor in the NBA. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about it. I'm, o- I'm open about it. But, yeah, dude, they just, like, they just look much better. They look healthier. They look bouncier. You had Jalen. Uh, uh, shoulders are looking a little bit. Like, it, it, they all look healthy. Right, right. Seeing uh, Roosevelt Wheeler dunk it a couple of times was Seeing really Kamari nice. Seeing Kamari Lands dunk it a couple of times. Kamari Lands is going to be a pro. Yeah. Kamari Lands will definitely be a pro. Yeah. Whether it's after one year, after two years, after three years, he will be a pro. 1,000%. He's going to get a lot of minutes because it's looking more and more like since the Imani Bates decision, you got Fabio Basili out there from what everybody's been hearing is uh they're working on his like uh transcripts so he can you know reclass back into 22 so he's probably going to be on the team but uh you got about you're gonna probably settle on nine or ten guys so Kamari's gonna get a lot of playing time what do you think the starting five is gonna be it could be all right well let's roll with uh l ellis let's roll with sydney curry 
Jalen Withers, Kamari Lands, Mike James. L. Ellis, Kamari Lands, Jalen Withers, Brandon Hunley Hatfield. I forgot Sydney about Curry. B- I forgot about BHH. I feel bad now. I think they're gonna have three big dudes out there at the same time. Look, they can have five big dudes out there at the same time. I'm all good with that. I I I, I want L to. I want L to be that guy. He's going to have to be. He will be that guy. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's in great shape, too. But I, I wouldn't be mad if we had, you know, all guys out there that were 6'8 and taller. I think that's what you're going to see. You're going to have L out there and, and uh, guys that are all 6'8 and above. And I, I don't know how deep we're going to be. I mean, we're there's clearly – I don't think it's as big of a deal as – some of the Twitter warriors are making it out to be. Um, but it is a, a glaring, it is a concern. It's a little bit of a concern that you've got one legitimate scholarship guard, but that's not going to be the point though. It's like the term guard and forward. It's, it's all kind of, kind of turning into a jambalaya. Right, you know, right. You're going to have more of a point forward center team. You might have lineups with Kamari lands running quote unquote point guard, just getting, Getting the ball up the court. See, we're moving to a day and age in basketball where positionless basketball has become more and more of a thing. And I like that. I think you have to, I do think every team you need to have that guy that, hey, I can just throw it to you and you're going to instantly get me two points. Mm-hmm. We've got that in Sidney Curry. But Jalen, Jalen, we, we've been hoping he takes that next step. And, uh, you know... It's he he looks better, you know. Uh, shoot, he caught a dunk in that video too, and I know it's just a dunk, but you know, L threw that lob up to him comfortably. Right. And they, these guys have all been around each other, so they're building up that that chemistry, that that connection. So, yeah, it's gonna. I think it's gonna be all about that. But man, you get the ball at the court, have Kamari get the ball at the court. You give it to Sidney Curry, he's just gonna muscle you right out of the way. And and God, Brandon Huntley Hatfield, man. We don't talk about that enough that that was a former five-star kid, projected first-round draft pick that chose us over Auburn, over Bruce Pearl, who he's known since he was about six mm-hmm. years old, man. Did you see uh, the video that Louisville Basketball put out uh, either yesterday or the day before? Clapping threes. Clapping threes from both of the corners? Yeah. and Running and, baseline to baseline the entire video? And they were clapping, so they were like, come on. So you know, like, the workout was ending. Yeah. That's the difference with this offseason compared to what Chris Mack was wanting to do. Chris was trying to get you bulky, get you more intimidating, and there's good and bad with that. I mean, you're you're strong, but at the same time, you're slower. You're not as athletic. Uh, your jump shot changes. You know, they're, these guys, they're working them through fatigue. Like, that running around, shooting corner threes, and, and he also he made – every shot in that video right what was it like it was like a 45 second video yeah seven eight threes yeah and it was a fatigue it was a fatigue drill and he still hit those like he's the most talented dude on the team as a as a 17 and a half 18 year old dude he's already got Jalen withers his body as a junior Mm -hmm. you know so he's got the chance him and sydney got the chance to be the two guys but if Jalen is if J- he turns into more freshman year, Jalen, I think he will. I think he'll. He's ready to have that jump again. He looks confident. He looks healthy. He looks like he's having fun playing basketball, and psychologically, that's a really good thing. So, I'm pumped. I'm ready for basketball. I know there's holes in this roster. I'm not saying we're going to win a national championship, but we're coming off of twelve of uh, twelve win season last year, so. Build a culture. All these guys can come back next year. I hope that one or two of them have a season where they don't have to come back. But all these guys can can come back, and you add the recruiting class, and it's you got a perfect storm to hopefully get you back into the top ten. Holy shit, man! Was it really only twelve? I I, I blacked out for like half the season because it was so bad. <laughs> I didn't even pay attention to a record at that point, bro. My 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 car was also broken down like the emotional strain like i had a vein popping out of my head uh the entire year see I'm- it wasn't healthy dude i was so pissed i was like what is going on like my car's done uh my god um uh, my apartment just like they're they're screwed the front office is screwing us over mm-hmm. 
Uh, our basketball team is, is just garbage. Oh, my God, man. I genuinely went to games last year, you know, later in the season, knowing that, you know, we were a bad team, but not knowing the record. <laughs> I was going into a game like, we got this, right? I don't care what the record is. Yeah, 12 games, that's a, that's kind of wild. <laughs> that's a bad thing when you, when you create a culture where, you know, just the disinterest was starting to happen and, and, and the alums were apparently pushed farther out than they've ever been pushed out before. So it's all about, you know, Kenny's the coach, but there's more to, to this job in year one that he's got to do. He's got a lot of fixing to do, and he's doing that. And, yes, he is out recruiting. He's over in Spain right now looking at DJ and at, at this moment doing a last-second full-court press on, on Bradshaw. And Caleb Glenn is there. So he's they're out recruiting. A.J. Johnson saying a lot of good things about Louisville. He's a 20, uh, 24 kid. Mm-hmm. No, he's a 23 kid. No, he's 24. Yeah. Dude's bouncy. He's bouncy. So it's going to come together. It's just – Laying the foundation out, you do that, you be patient. We're going to be competitive in every game. We're going to be at the least a really good defensive team and a really good rebounding team. Mm-hmm. That's going to win you a lot of games. Are we going to take some some frustrating losses probably? Sure, but it's going to be much better. I think you're going to see a way better brand of basketball just from effort alone and conditioning. We will win more than 12 games. I can assure you that. Yeah, yeah man. So. I don't care if we have Hersey Miller and Zam Payne out there on the floor. We will be winning more than 12 games. Hersey, Hersey might get clocked. And anybody freaking about the walk-ons, Rick Pitino, scholarship, David Levich, and other walk-ons before because he needed depth. Hell, we had, we had uh, I like Perrin Johnson, but we had Perrin Johnson running out in a red-white scrimmage back in 2010 because we didn't have enough guys on the team. It's like... Let's calm down, man. Like, there's a lot to like. Let's just let these guys, you know, build. Like, the one thing I want to tell Louisville fans right now, look, you can be in panic mode all you want, but let's just stop it with the negativity, man. We've had so much negative stuff happen within the past two, three years, two, three, four years. It's not worth it. We just turned a new page. Let's get it. Kenny Payne is the man, whether you think so or not. We will have a good team. We will have, you know, many great wins, and, you know, we may suffer some bad losses, but that's normal. It's going to be It's just going to be better. It's going to be much better just off effort alone, and that's what people aren't getting. Like, El said multiple times that they don't. They didn't have much of a connection with the coaching staff last year. L did try. Chris Mack even said, like, he was letting him coach him more and kind of, uh, and L became more coachable over the course of the year. But he still didn't, like, he didn't, they, they didn't, nobody saw eye to eye on anything. But L is just, they're all glowing about how different these workouts are. Mm-hmm. I know every team says that, that, you know, the conditioning's going to be different. Every new coach comes in and says, yeah, we're going to run, uh, weight room's going to be different. But, you know, if they say it's much better than what we were doing last year, on top of that weights, I think weightlifting and basketball, that all the injuries that we were having, it's like, dude, you know, they got to do more conditioning stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't just have a bunch of blocks running out there. It's right. not good for their bodies, especially when you're seven feet tall. <laughs> a bunch of blocks. <laughs> Even though uh, Malik pissed me off. We have a bunch of SpongeBob's out there. <laughs> Malik pissed me off. But, dude, they had him at 260. They had him at 260 or 250 out there. Like, come on, man. Like, big guys don't the, – the, people are leaning up. But, yeah, they did. They had a uh. bunch of – I don't know. That's funny. That's the best thing I've heard today. So they look more athletic. I'm ha- I'm happy with what I'm seeing from our guys that are already on the team. I'm liking what I'm hearing. Kamari Lands apparently has been looking really good, too. Um, it's not out of the realm of possibility for, you know, not a top tenner to be a, a one and done. He's going to have a lot of minutes. Like, he, I think he is going to be a double-digit scorer uh, you know, maybe not, maybe not a sixteen point per game kind of guy, but maybe a ten or eleven point per game guy. Having that in your starting five, guy that can make shots and you can mm-hmm. go to. But I hope L has that year where he's looked at by the NBA a little bit. He definitely will. Yeah. You got you got anything else? 
no, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm about to uh, make some food and uh, do a little meal prepping and watch some fireworks a little later on. So, yeah. Well, let me, you know, hit y'all with a couple uh, last minute notes. Uh, PFF College Football uh, Early Top 10 2023 uh, Draft Defensive Tackles. Got Jermaine Lole on the list at number seven. Oh, that's cool. So that's pretty dope. I didn't know um, about that. Had a commitment alert, not for Louisville. Don't calm down. Oh! <laughs> uh, to Marcus Cooley, the brother of Travion Cooley, he has committed to NC State. How dare you? Said this was a family decision. Uh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> I'm kidding. We love you, Tamarcus. Not as much as Travion, though. And you're going to have to live with that. Naturally. 61 days until kickoff. You ready for football? I'm so ready, man. Wait, is that Dragon Ball Z? <laughs> <laughs> man, why, why, do they, why do they have Miles Morales going up against Goku? <laughs> 61 days to college football. I'm very ready for that. Uh, Joey, Joey Chestnut, uh, in the middle of downing 63 hot dogs, Dude. he also took down uh, somebody. <laughs> My hero, dude. My hero. That's who I pray to every morning. I get up and I Joey bow. Chestnut? <laughs> and I bow to the, to the great chest. Uh, CJ Hurd. Uh, do not know... Who CJ Hurd is, I will look him up right now. But uh, he has Louisville in his top 12 that also consists of Florida State, Ole Miss, Oregon, Penn State, Florida, Arkansas, the blue team, Michigan, Tennessee, Michigan State, and Oklahoma. And let me just do a quick look up of CJ Hurd. Sorry, you said the blue team and I had an aneurysm. <laughs> I had a seizure. <laughs> All right, so CJ Hurd is a four-star, um, four-star safety, six foot, two hundred pounds, class of two thousand twenty-four. There you go. So it's nice to see that Louisville is in his top twelve. There we go. Yep. So obviously a well, we we never covered the conference realignment thing um do, do we we're just gonna touch on touch on that next week yeah we're gonna wait for more to come out if more will come out but i mean at this point we don't really need to worry about yeah. anything it's just it is what it is it's gonna play out no no need to panic until there is something to panic about i mean i i, I think the louisville brand is strong and i think that we're gonna be fine no matter what it's just something to keep an eye on and hope that the ACC makes the right decisions. But, you know, Josh, he's our AD. He's probably on the phone right now just, just in case. So, yeah, nothing to panic about, man. You know, still a lot of good stuff happening. We got commits coming. Mario Cristobal, uh, last thing before we get off here, Ooh. Mario Cristobal, he just landed the number one offensive tackle in the nation, five-star Francis Mag Magoa. <laughs> don't know if that's how you say it. Oh, well, because Scott Satterfield is still working these fools. <laughs> Snooze, you lose. <laughs> All right, so any last words before I take you out? Happy belated fourth and go cards and uh, hope everybody stays, stays safe this week. So, yeah, guys. Thank you all for listening to the end of episode three. If you're still here, make sure to share our pod to everyone. You can follow us on Twitter at the high at high five oh two pod. That's high the word five zero two pod on Twitter. Yep, there we go. Thank see, you. See you guys. Thank you all.